Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centred life. Hi and welcome to Orbit. This week we're thinking about encounters that people have in the New Testament with Jesus and we're just gleaning from them something each day to really encourage us in our own faith and to kind of increase that hunger in us for deeper encounters with Jesus. So today, I love the encounter today. It's set in a storm. There's a mountain, there's a storm, there's emotions, there's Jesus, there's his friends. It is absolutely all about to kick off. So we're looking at Matthew chapter 14. As soon as the people were fed, it's the feeding of the 5,000 that's just happened. Jesus told his disciples to get into their boat and to go to the other side of the lake while he stayed to dismiss the crowds. And after the crowds dispersed, Jesus went up into the hills to pray. And at night, he was there praying alone with God. But the disciples, who were now in the middle of the lake, ran into trouble, for their boat was being tossed about by the high winds and the heavy seas. About four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them, walking on the waves. And when the disciples saw him walking on top of the water, they were terrified and they screamed, a ghost! And Jesus said, be brave and don't be afraid, I'm here. And Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me join you on the water. Come and join me, Jesus replied. So Peter stepped onto the water and began to walk towards Jesus. But when he realised how high the waves were, he became frightened and he started to sink. Save me, Lord, he cried out. And Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, what little faith have you got? Why did you doubt? Why did you let doubt win? And at the very moment that they both stepped into the boat, the wind ceased. Then all the disciples crouched down before him and worshipped Jesus. And they said in adoration, you are truly the son of God. So this comes at a moment in Jesus' ministry where he is emotionally and he's physically exhausted. His cousin John has just been beheaded. He's just fed 5,000 plus people and he just doesn't want the disciples anywhere near him. They are majorly draining characters. And so he sends them off and he goes up to spend close time encountering the father. Um, and then of course, the storm rages. Jesus, probably from the mountain, can see what's happening on the lake. Think sea when you hear the word lake. Um, and although he's been awake all night, drawing deep from the father, he heads down the mountain, probably still with the storms raging inside him. Um, to go and meet the disciples and he walks on the waves. I'm always intrigued to know, did he often do that? It's just that every now and then we're told about it because someone else witnessed it. Like if you could walk on the water, wouldn't you just do it? It's a lot easier than getting a ferry or a boat or walking all the way around. But here's a few thoughts for you. Jesus isn't removed from the experiences that you face, from the emotional and mental pain that you struggle with. And when he was encountering that, he sought out the Father, time alone with God. Jesus isn't afraid of our humanity and he isn't afraid to meet us in our pain. That's exactly what Jesus did with the disciples. He met them in the boat, in their very point of struggle. And Jesus is with you in every way that you need to know the presence and the power of God. And what I love about this encounter is that it's a wonderful little reminder that Jesus knows that he is enough for you, for me, for the disciples in the boat. He doesn't say, take courage, guys, because actually I've already signalled to the lifeboat on the side of the shore and they're going to be here any minute to so just hold on. No, he has the audacity to say, take courage. 
I'm here. <laughs> I'm all you need. And then Peter wonderfully embodies the response that this information to take courage demands. He wants to be as close as he can to the one who is greater than his fear. But to do that, he needs to step out of the boat into the unknown. And there's no evidence in Peter's head that this will work. It's not like, you know, the day before they've been transcribing some amazing miracles for, you know, posterity's sake. And they're like, right, let's just, you know, how many walking on the waters have you done, Peter? Oh, I've done 25. How many have you done, John? Oh, I've done 19. And then I kind of let go of looking, looking at Jesus and I looked elsewhere and I began to sink. But as long as we remember to look at Jesus, next time we're on the waves, it'll be fine. Like that doesn't happen. Peter has no evidence that getting close to Jesus, the one who says, I'm all you need, he has no evidence really that that's going to be enough. This is just the beginning of Christ's ministry. But then of course, the storm does stop when they get back in the boat. And Jesus can calm the storm in us. He can calm the storms that rage. He can meet us in our pain and our struggle. He knows what we're going through. So let me just pray for you. I pray that if we are feeling in a, our own storms at the moment, that we will encounter you, Jesus, the one who comes to find us in our challenges, in our struggles, in our difficulties, and give us courage to step out and draw close to you as you draw close to us. Amen. So here's one little thought for you. When Peter got back in the boat with Jesus, all the disciples fell on their faces in adoration of Jesus and their faith was built because they saw Peter's acts of courage. As you choose to invite Jesus to encounter you in the difficulties that you face, as you take those risks, as you step out in faith, that act of courage will inspire others to see Jesus for who he really is. So today, who can you let into the secret that when things are tough, you go find Jesus first. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow for another episode of Orbit.